reading from the Sri Chaitanya Bhagavat, chapter Madhulila, chapter twenty-eight. Text 25. Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jai Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Apanagalara mala sabakari dia agya kori prabhu shabe krishna gai gia the lord then gave each of them a garland from his neck and instructed them sing the glories of krishna omagana timurandasya gananjana shalakaya Taksur Unmilatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Tapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadhamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vancha Kalpa Turubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siadvaita Gadadhar Sivas Adigor Bhakta Brinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Krishna, Krishna, Hare, 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 Rama, Hare, Rama, 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 Hare, Hare. So greetings from New Jersey. I think my plan, because I am Parivrajak Acharya, there's three stages of sannyas. There's Kudichak, Bahudak, Parivrajakacharya, and Paramahamsa. The first stage of sannyas, you can either go from brahmachari to sannyas as I did, or generally it would be a person who's married and he just moves to the edge of the village. I think that's called kudichak. And the family brings him food. And then the next stage, he just begs food. And then the third stage is he leaves home. And as Prabhupada said, experiences, learns dependence on God. Because in those days when you would travel, you had no material 
protective and maintenance facilities. So who protects you? It's God. Who maintains you is God. So you, it, it's to develop that dependence on God and, 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 and by getting free from the illusion that we are the doers and we are the maintainers, we are the protectors, we can actually putting ourselves in a situation to actually see that it is God that's doing those, that, those things and developing love for God in that way. So in the COVID era, the new normal, it's difficult to be um, Paribrajakacharya. It's difficult to travel. <laughs> so at least every two weeks, I'll, I think I'll shift. Every two weeks, I'll go upstate where Lila uh, Brindavan and Jumuna Bihari have made a nice place for me to stay and then I'll come back here to New Jersey. But I'm marveling at the new normal. We don't know what it's like to have a family gathering, a kirtan party, you know, a festival. But I think uh, the most healthy consciousness is to see our happiness and distress as coming from God and seeing the response to it as coming to us, coming from us, and therefore to invest our happiness, not in what happens to us, but how we react to it. Because even if everything was you know, tomorrow there was no COVID, it was back to normal. The normal wasn't about consciousness, so the normal wasn't about happiness. If it facilitates consciousness, then it's a good new normal. Um, and if staying back facilitates consciousness, excuse me, if staying back st uh, uh, facilitates consciousness, uh, then the new normal is good. But at least we got these classes out of it and this increased chanting and hearing. I'm certainly feeling more satisfaction to have connection with all of you rather than have to wait to a program, which is just for one geographical area, but I can connect with people all over the world. And, and that's a great satisfaction. And uh, machita matkata prana bodhiyantas parasparam. This is a devote Vaishnav society, machita matkata. You give yourself to God, bodhiyantas parasparam, and you exchange those realizations with others. Krishna sees that and he becomes pleased and purifies your heart. When he sees a good Sangha, and I do believe we have a very nice Sangha, 
when he sees the unified Sangha on the basis of, of, of Krishna's glories, Krishna is watching this and he derives the happiness from hearing his glories, but also seeing the community spirit in which they are expressed. Srinvata Svakata Krishna Punya Shravana Kirtana Hidyanta Sto Yabhadrani Vidanoti Sarit Satam. God is Surit Satam. Surit is a, a, a friend, but it's the friend who's a well wisher. Rit means heart, su good heart. Satam for the devotees. He's the well wisher of the devotees. And he facilitates our desire. This is such an important point in Krishna consciousness. Nityo nityanam chaitanas chaitananam nityo nityanam chaitanas chaitananam ekam kambahunam vidratikam. I hate it when I chanted a verse for 50 years and I can't remember it. Nityo nityanam chaitanas chaitananam eko bhunam vidadati kaman. Got it. God is fulfilling everyone's desires. And that's where bhakti rests. Bhakti rests more than any place else in our hearts. It's our hearts would give Krishna pleasure. And when we actually want to give Krishna pleasure, truly, then we're in the spiritual world. Right now we're too centered in our consciousness for the spiritual world. It would be too heavy for us. There's a term in Sanskrit called sadhu sarg, the friction with a sadhu. And what is the friction with a sadhu? Because associating with sadhu means associating with the truth. And the truth doesn't conform to our desires necessarily. So sometimes the, the truth tells us to give up what we like and to accept what we don't like. But what's the spiritual world? The spiritual world is, it's love. It's love. Well, your desire is the desire of another. And until you have that purely, until you embrace that consciousness, you are here in the material world. Anya bilashita shunyam. Pure bhakti is no other desire but the desire of Krishna. And, and as that manifests through our teachers, our gurus, our spiritual master.
So now today's pastime. Interesting. Lord Chaitanya decides to take sannyas for the purpose of giving Krishna consciousness. That order is the social system in India, Varna Ashram. So people fo follow Varna Ashram. And what about Ashram? Chatur, Va uh, no, uh, Ashram. Chatur Vanya Maya Shrishnam Guna Karma Vibhagasa. There's four Vanas and there's four Ashrams. And one of the Ashrams is Sanyas, and it's the guru of all other Ashrams. And it's respected. The position is respected. And the person who holds that position. So for that reason, actually, for that reason, Lord Chaitanya took sannyas. And for that reason, Prabhupada gave sannyas. Why did he give sannyas to such young people? Prabhupada left without exception, practically speaking, except for a handful of people. His devotees were under 30 and most of them under 27. But he, he gave sannyas to create some social order, to create some spiritual authority in the society besides himself. So Lord Chaitanya decided to take sannyas because his students weren't understanding his deep emotional convictions, his, his emotional state. And he, he tells some of his confidential associates. And then he decides to become especially merciful. He opens the door to his house and invites all the disciples. Now, Lord Chaitanya is Krishna and Krishna is all attractive. So we can become attracted to a person because of his qualities. But Lord Chaitanya is Bhagavan. He has all opulences. He's so beauty, beautiful and, and intelligent. So they come to see him and, and they're in a state of ecstasy. And they all bring garlands and they all bring sandalwood paste. And they're giving Lord Chaitanya the sandalwood paste with a little marigold they put in there and they put it on the forehead of Lord Chaitanya and he's sitting there and he's and Lord Chaitanya is shining brilliantly and his beauty is a reflection of his heart and his words are a reflection of his heart, of, of love of Godhead, which naturally reflects in, 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 in compassion to others. Bhakti is for God. And when it's reflected to others, it becomes doyo or magnanimity. So his compassion 
Our main service actually is to become pure. Our main service is to change our consciousness so that we can actually influence others. I read an offering that His Holiness Giriraj Swami wrote to this lady in America who passed away, a god sister called Krishnan, Krishnandini, who is in many ways extremely elevated. She was a family person. She had nine children, but she touched so many lives because of her consciousness. Even Giriraj Swami, I couldn't believe the offering he wrote. And he ended it with love, admiration, respect, devotion. So Lord Chaitanya is all attractive, but the most important thing is his consciousness. And we become very attractive, attracted to people whose hearts are filled with love who have no selfishness in them. It's a lifetime struggle to move out of the center in our consciousness and move out of the desire for the center in our consciousness. It's a lifelong struggle because we're conditioned by our selfishness in previous life, which put which put the same desires in our hearts many, many times. And it's very, very subtle. For some people, it's more gross. But Lord Chaitanya is sitting there, the abode of beauty and compassion. And the, his disciples and, and, and the, the people of Navadweep, they saw it and they felt it and they loved it. They saw it, they felt it, and they loved it, loved him. So Lord Chaitanya is now going to reciprocate with all these devotees that are just gazing at him with the greatest love and the greatest appreciation. And that's also his pleasure because God's pleasure is pure love and, and that pure love is placed in the hearts of devotees. And these are his eternal associates. They don't realize it at the time because they're in his Leela. So, he gives each of them a garland from his neck and instructed them sing the glories of Krishna. So he reciprocates. As one surrenders to me, I reward them accordingly. I reward them accordingly. Krishna is responsive. He's a person. He does not have the defect of impersonality. So he feels 
Otherwise, what's the question of love if you don't feel the love of others? If you feel the love of others, you certainly want to reciprocate and, and, and give something in exchange. So he gives his prashad, he gives the garlands from his neck. He's just taking them off. They're putting them on. He's taking them off and he's garlanding everybody. And they're just overwhelmed to get the prasadam and love of, 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 of Krishna. They're feeling the love of Krishna. And that inspires love in one's heart more than anything else. When you feel the love of God and you feel his mercy. It's always there. But it comes in forms that conditioned souls can't always appreciate because sometimes mercy comes in the form of correction. This false ego has to be removed because it is blocking us from the rays of feeling the rays of God's compassion and love. First instruction of Krishna to Arjuna in the Bhagavad Gita is what? Asochan anvasochas tvam pragyavadam jabashase gatasun agatasun chat nanu soja. Although you're speaking learned words, Arjuna, you're a fool because the wise lament neither for the living nor the dead. So what is, what, what is Krishna's first compassion to Arjuna? He chastises him. trying to remove that false ego. Nothing removes the false ego more than someone telling you directly, you are wrong. So, he gives them mercy and instructions. Krishna Gaya sing the glories of Krishna. So always thinking, I mean, an exercise one could do is maybe there'll be a day when it's the last time you'll see your loved ones. And at that time, if you had one instruction to give them, what would you tell them? What would you tell them if you had one instruction to give them? Well, this is what Lord Chaitanya told them. Sing the, he's going to give a few instructions or he's going to elaborate on this instruction. Sing the glories of Krishna. And who is Krishna? Ishvara Paramaha Krishna Sachin Ananda Vigraha Anadir Adir Govinda Sarvakarma. He is the cause of all causes. He has no beginning. He's the beginning of all. Ishvara, Paramaha. He's the supreme controller. He is worthy of worship. He's eternal. He's real. He's loving. And he is the Everything is resting on me as pearls are resting on a thread. He's the substance and basis of everything. 
He is the Angi, the possessor of limbs. We are the Anga, we are the limbs. We're part of something and we're meant to serve that something. And when we do it, we get value. And not only we get value, we get it in eternal, we get internal satisfaction. Because the most important psychological function of life is to feel worth. And when we search worth materially, which we may need some satisfaction, we don't have control of that. So it's living psychologically dangerous. But if you put your worth in your spiritual identity, that I am a servant of Krishna, If you put your worth in that, I am a servant of Krishna. Then you always can be psychologically healthy. It's the most important thing. So Lord Chaitanya, Krishna, you worship Krishna. You sing the glories of Krishna. And that's bhakti, by the way. Jiva Goswami says there is no difference between our attraction for glorifying Krishna and our bhakti. They're exactly commensurate. How advanced you are you? by the attraction you have for hearing about Krishna. I was thinking this morning because thoughts come and I'm, I'm writing a Monday morning greetings, but already now I'm thinking of something else. And I was just thinking, we're looking for the treasure of a, of, of a heart that's selfless and pure. because that's happiness. And I was just thinking how the modern age is, as Prabhupada said, surcharged with opposition to spiritual life. The whole world is propagating a misdirected faith. A misdirected faith. Anyway, sing the glories of Krishna. That's what he tells them. And he recognizes those people by garlanding them. It's not that the Lord garlands everyone. He garlands or blesses those who take up this instruction. They are so blessed. If you're singing the glories of, of Krishna, you're so blessed that Lord Chaitanya will, will garland you. So he's recognizing the devotees are before him. They've come, they, they don't know he's leaving, but they're gazing at him 
there was one verse here, I don't know where it comes. It says, they are gazing at him as if with a single pair of eyes. They are sharing the ecstasy of seeing God and offering devotion to God and feeling his heart. And he can see their heart. God reciprocates with our hearts. That's where bhakti is. And our, our whole practice is to somehow increase that desire. Bhakti is a desire in the heart. It's in the consciousness. I want to serve. I want to please. One japa meditation I do is I ask people to go in their hearts and find the desire that I want Krishna. And amplify that desire. Prabhupada wanted that desire to come to the level, Prabhupada said, that it would be like a child crying for his mother. How intense is that desire? Strange the kind of remembrances you have. I, mean, I remember, actually, I remember when I was in the crib, and I remember where the crib was, believe it or not. But I also remember going to Macy's with my parents, and I remember that the shelves, there was three, this, I don't know what floor you're on, but there was rows of shelves, and they were like three high, and I remember they were so much higher than me. And then all of a sudden, I remember this to this day. I looked around, I didn't see my parents. And I, I, I let out a cry, desperately, because the parents are the shelter. The parents are your shelter when you're young. And, and, and we need that shelter. We cannot live without that shelter. We die without that shelter. That's the angi of sharanagati or faith. The basis of faith is this confidence that Krishna is the maintainer. And therefore we are maintained. And we have that confidence. And then there are Ungas, there are limbs of that that are symptoms of faith. That we have a desire to do what's favorable for the pleasure of Krishna. We reject what's unfavorable. We believe that Krishna is the protector, which means in any circumstance, we believe Krishna will do best. And whatever difficult, it's best, it's best. And embracing the humble position, we're happy in that. And we have a desire to give ourselves over completely to Krishna. But they're angas, they're limbs of this thing. Krishna is the maintainer. Like Prabhupada said, like a tree, you water the root, all the leaves and branches are replenished. That's the faith of someone, that's the symptom of, of, of someone who has faith in Krishna. I've taken shelter of Krishna. 
that itself I am maintained, I am protected. So anyway, that's that desire for Krishna's shelter, that desire for Krishna's service. It has to become loud in our hearts. And then we see it in people. We can recognize those people. I want, I want, I want until it's, and when it becomes so loud in our consciousness that there's no other voice in the consciousness. If we go in our hearts and we look at the voices in our hearts, it's I want this, I don't like this, I want revenge, I have this desire. So many things filled in our hearts. And we have to hear that voice, I want Krishna. And when it becomes so prominent that it's so consuming in our consciousness, that's called the stage of ashakti, addiction, spiritual addiction. That voice that Krishna hears, when he just hears, that says nothing in our heart, but I want Krishna, then he reciprocates with his own internal potency. And that's how you get bhakti. So Krishna is listening very carefully to the heart. Say, so you can't bluff in bhakti. And he's before all these devotees who have that kind of desire. And he reciprocates with them and he, he gives them garlands and he gives them instruction. Love from above is called the nugraha or mercy. It's the quality of love of a guru to the student, a parent to their child. It's Vatsalya Ras, Anugraha. But the main expression of affection is when that person gives you instruction. And it's not often given. This person has to want instruction and not be afraid of instruction. That's the challenge of our internal bhajan. We can go into our hearts very deeply and we'll always come to a point where we can't go further until we, 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 we announce whatever you want Krishna, I will do. Complete surrender. That's the door to bhakti. That's the door to love. Otherwise, elements of selfishness create a barrier between our hearts and others. Whatever you want, I will do. The Sanskrit for gopi, one of the Sanskrit names for gopi is kinkari. What you want, I will do. So these devotees are before, Krishna, before Lord Chaitanya with that heart. And he is relishing the assembly 
and he gives them mercy. He gives them a garland and he gives them instructions. And the instructions will continue. Bala Krishna Bhaja Krishna Gau Krishna Nam Krishna Vinu Kehu Kichu Naba Viha An. Glorify Krishna, worship Krishna, and chant the name of Krishna. <clears throat> Do not think of anything else other than Krishna. How qualified they are to get that instruction. He's confident with them. Think of nothing else but Krishna. And of course, that doesn't mean we don't think of duties, responsibilities, etc. But we think of them in relationship to Krishna on the advanced platform. And I always quote that verse from the, the, the second chapter of the first canto, where the question arises, what about pleasure of the senses? And the answer is given, kamesi nendriya pritir. Enjoy, but that's not the purpose of it. <laughs> enjoy, Krishna says you can enjoy, but that's not the purpose of it. Kamesi nendriya priti. It's not for the senses, the priti, the love of the senses. Kamolabascha, you take what you need. Jiva tattva, jivasya tattva jigasa. To, to realize reality, to realize the truth, jivasya tattva jigyasa, to help you inquire and actually understand, not only understand, but realize the truth that there's a Supreme Lord and that we are his servant. We are the Supreme Lord and we are meant for his service. That's the ultimate reality. If one sings the name of Krishna purely, his happiness and the happiness of others will increase. And one has full realization of that. So, so Lord Chaitanya is telling these people that, that glorify Krishna, worship Krishna, chant it, and do not think of anything else. And how do you not think of anything else? Because you've imbibed the mood. I am the servant of Krishna. So even if you fix a car, even if you take care of your family, even if you eat food, it's done as a servant to Krishna. We used to have this very favorite devotee and best friend of mine named Dadu. I don't know if there's that, maybe there's one or two people that were in Vrindavan at that time, I don't think it. He was an old Bengali man. He, he, he never got married. He used to be a manager in Calcutta. He retired to Vrindavan. Never wore shoes even in the winter because it was Vrindavan and he vowed it. And he would never miss any of my classes. And I would reciprocate with him 
Well, in two ways. He wasn't, you know, he was initiated before he came to Iskon and he was in the Advaita Parivar. And he 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 thought that Iskon minimized Advaita Charya because we'd say go uh, Nitai Go Premananda, but he, you know, he would have some Nitai Go Nitai Gor Sitanath Premananda. Sitanath is Advaita. So in Advaita Charya's appearance day, I would always make sure. I would take him to this incredible temple of Advaitacharya overlooking Sevakunj. It's, 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 you just go, you got to go around an obscure corner and turn around a little thing. Anyway, you come to Vrindavan, I'll take you to that temple. It's so amazing. And I would take him out for prasadam at Gopal Raj Tamal and have kachoris. He was Prabhupada's favorite. And, and you, you, I've, I don't see people in the West now to make kachoris like this. And the thing about Dadu is he was completely in to suck your ass being a coward boy, completely. So he, he would like to eat. But before he would take a bite, before he would take a bite, he would hold, before he began at once, the first bite he would hold in his hand and in his mind chant a round of mantra to Krishna. Do not think of anything. It's a very heavy instruction. We have to have the right objective. We may be not up to the standard, but the most important thing is to have the right objective. Then we can move towards the goal. The greatest tragedy that one could have is have the wrong faith because then you move in the wrong direction. And they either you're frustrated because you never achieve it, or when you achieve it, you're more frustrated because it's not what you thought it was. You dedicated your whole life. One friend of mine, he's, he's a professor and grew up in New York City. His parents were dedicated communists, very, very common at that time. It wasn't like it is today. It was kind of like a hip thing. And it's America, it's a free country. So it was kind of like a hip thing, communism, wow. Equality for everyone, wow. And they were so dedicated to it. And then they found out it was exposed that Joseph Stalin who was their idol, was the biggest mass murderer in history. And they were crushed because they had the wrong objective. So the most important thing in bhakti is faith, a conviction and trust, not an ordinary conviction and trust, conviction and trust in the absolute truth, a conviction that moves you to a goal that will actually satisfy your heart.
And for people who have that faith, they can have this instruction. Glorify Krishna, worship Krishna, and chant the holy name. Do not think of anything else other than Krishna. Because they have the identity of servant. And they see through they see everything through that. It doesn't mean you're just chanting Hare Krishna either. Whatever you do is because it is the will of God, even apparently ordinary material responsibilities. And you have that consciousness. If you have any affection for me, then don't speak about any topics other than Krishna. It's a very broad topic, Krishna, because everything is connected to Krishna. So you can discuss many things as long as they're connected to Krishna. What it's saying is, is there is an ultimate absolute reality. There's a truth. And we should talk about the truth and we should hear about the truth and elevate our consciousness. Wow. I learned one thing in Vrindavan. I'm so fortunate that I, even to this day, you can meet sadhus within Iskand and outside of Iskand. But Manushyanam Sahasre Shu Kastya Jetati Siddhaye. Out of thousands and thousands of people, one may endeavor the truth. And of those, it's rare, but you see people that are like this. They're rare, but we have to find them. And the way we find them is we go in our hearts first. And that's what our prayer is. The whole process of bhakti, there's nothing more important in our heart than praying for sadhu sangha. Because that's how we advance. That's how we understand our eternal relationship with Krishna. That's how it's nourished. And there will always be people like that, but it's rare. Who don't speak any other topics other than Krishna. They don't think anything else except Krishna. And it's so attractive because that's the symptom of love. And that's the symptom of the highest love. And what's the highest love? Twasmin, parama prema rup. The highest form of love is to God, it's universal love. So they're getting all these instructions. Whether you were sleeping, eating, or waking day and night, think of Krishna and chant his name. I told you that story. I had the fortune of having some relationship with Dr. Fakir Mohan. He was such a, and he told me he had six heart attacks. I knew him, he was already in his nineties. He had six heart attacks. And the doctors told him when he was unconscious, he was chanting. And this is classical yogic understanding, not even in the bhakti tradition. If you perfect the mantra, it goes automatic, it goes on automatically in your heart. That's the perfection of a mantra. 
I heard that Krishnadas Babaji was ill and I went, went immediately to the hospital. He had already left for Nandagaon. He had already left for Nandagaon. And I met the doctor to inquire about his condition. And the doctor told me that when he put the stethoscope to his heart, he ho heard the holy name. So these are very merciful. In this way, the Lord cast his merciful glance on everyone who came. And after instructing them, he said, now go home. Now he's going to leave at night. That's going to be very heavy. But he gave them the jewel of the realizations in his heart, which pierced their hearts, which became a treasure of their hearts, which will allow them to actually move and act and see in the world in the proper way. So they're in ecstasy. It's called self-realization. We are suffering because we lack realization. We don't see things properly because we don't understand things deeply enough. And now Lord Chaitanya is giving them mercy. Okay. Anybody like to share any point that reflection? Hi, Bo Maharaj. Good morning. Hi, Bo. <laughs> Thank you for class. There's so many <laughs> from today. But I loved what you said right at the top of class that to remember that sometimes anugraha mercy is correction. And that very first thing that Krishna does says is he sort of tells him you're a fool. And so that's, it's so easy to think about mercy as oh, showering down like sunshine and rainbows. But to remember sometimes that, that, that sort of correction, that's the true mercy. So that was really such a good reminder. Oh, it has to be though the right percentage Prabhupada said, 80% rose, 20% thunderbolt. <laughs> okay. Good. Anybody else like to share anything? Hi, Bo Maharaj. It's Leela Vrindavan. Oh, hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Uh, I, I love the point you made that, like, the process of bhakti is, you just said, wanting more, wanting more until the desire for Krishna is just so big. And just that that's really the process of, like, it's all just desire. It's not about anything else except increasing the desire. So so I really liked that point. It's It's... It's simple, but it's really something to deeply meditate on. We want things and we do things, but it's all in relationship to that desire. And that's called greed, <laughs> loba. And it says that there's no other qualification to understand your relationship with Krishna and to get bhakti, but loba. Mm. This it's greed, and what does greed mean? Beg, borrow, or steal. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. And that verse in the Padyavali where Rupa Goswami mentions 
Sri Krishna Bhakti Rasa Bhavato Mati. This is the Sanskrit for Krishna consciousness, actually. Sri Krishna Bhakti Rasa Bhavato Mati. Mati means the mind, Bhavato, filled with the emotion, Sri Krishna Bhakti Rasa, of our relationship with Krishna. That's Krishna consciousness. And I, I don't have the verse right now. I can't remember the full verse, but the word is, you know, we should, we should have greed for that. And one way or another, one way or another, <laughs> we should get that. Okay. Thank you, Maharaj. Thanks, Leela. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, I'm Gloria. Gloria, hi Bo. I was thinking about uh, directing uh, our faith in the right direction. And how sometimes in my mind, I agree with this. I think Krishna is the right direction, but when I choose uh, some decisions, uh, they go in other way. Um. Well, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita that it is more, uh, how can we control the mind? And Krishna's answer is, it's more difficult to control the mind than the raging wind. <laughs> but it is possible by constant practice and detachment. So we don't start from perfection but we move towards it by our sincerity. Thank you, Maharaj. Okay, anybody else? Okay, a couple, couple people Maharaj, want to say Hi, Bo. I like the point you said that uh, they've been looking and uh, gazing at um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as if uh, they've been one pair of eyes and they share like they, they've been sharing God. Uh-huh. I say that again, because without seeing, it's hard for me to hear sometimes. Yeah. Uh, the, the point you mentioned that people uh, that been garlanded by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they've oh. been gazing at him as if uh, they were one pair of eyes Oh, yeah, their, their vision of him. Yeah. Which is really such a nice feeling that you, it, it's shared ecstasy. And that's a point of Krishna consciousness, that shared bliss is more powerful than individual bliss. That's the principle of rasa, and that's the principle of sankirtan. Thank you. Okay, Thank if you people would like to say hello, then we'll end. Hare Krishna Maharaj, Tokta Gopinath here. Hare Bo, Tokta. Hare Krishna. I, I may plan something for Monday with you. I'll get back to you on that. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you very much for the class. It would not be a class if you didn't say hello at the end. Oh. I'd be so disappointed. No, thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you, Maharaj. Thanks okay. for the class. Good. Thank you. I'm happy. You're, when you hear regularly, it shows sincerity and devotion. 
Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. It's Yamuna Bihari. Thank you for a beautiful class. Uh, I was just thinking in um, Jaiva Dharma, I, I read that the uh, Kanishta Adhikari sometimes chants, the Majjhima Adhikari always chants, and the Uttama Adhikari by his very presence induces others to chant. And so I really liked the story of Krishna Das Babaji and the stethoscope. <laughs> Yeah, that blew my mind when I went to the hospital and the doctor told me that. But yeah, it, you know, it's, wow. It's interesting. You're young, so you can work hard now. <laughs> when you're older, you know, you don't have perhaps not that much more time. Although you can't say, because in the Bhagavatam, they asked, what is the duty of a man who's about to die and what should they not do? And the answer was, te prashna krita loka hitam. Your question is glorious because it's a question for every man. Mm-hmm. You know, because we can't say, you know, what the situation is. But at the same sense, you know, the, the use of our time for this goal, you know, and the balance between our, our material needs and our spiritual focus but to keep that goal so that one day our hearts are just so enthused that we, we, we can't help. I, I was in the garden with Prabhupada in Dallas and, and we, there was reading of a Krishna book. And in that reading of the Krishna book, there was a part where the gopis were criticizing Krishna and Prabhupada was laughing Prabhupada was laughing. He was saying, just see, they can't stop talking about Krishna. <laughs> okay, Jagannapri, you want to say hello? Because I saw uh, you on the screen. Yes, Maharaj. <laughs> yeah. Krishna Maharaj, thank you for class. You're in Gokarna? Yes, I'm sitting on a beach because in my house is not some so good connection. It does look quite mystical where you are, and it's at night. Yeah, it's just evening, and there is some illumination, <laughs> like you know, Indian style. Wow, exotic! And exotic. there is the beach behind me. Okay, okay, good. Nice to see you, Haribo. <laughs> okay. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. This is Gail. This is what were those percentages again when it comes to criticism? 80% thunderbolt and 20% what? 20% rose, 80% thunderbolt. 80%? Wow. Okay. No, no, 80% rose, 20% thunderbolt. I was just talking. You you needed a higher percentage. Yes, it's very true. Maybe 90, 95% rose. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, send me a little message about Nanda Dulal if you have any news, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I'm going to head out now because I delay my breakfast on this day for the class. Great to see everyone. Thank you so much. Bunch of culpa, trivia, chakra,